I don't, did you, I don't know, like, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JD. That's when I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> don't be an asshole today. I'll be back in the studio room. They was fixing something on the wall, so one more. Okay. One more with my blackboard background. <laughs> I know you put so much effort into that. I'm like, what? Next week we'll be done. So try to get somebody to do anything for you, right? Like handyman or handywoman work. Just yeah, it's it it is not easy. <laughs> I feel like an old person. Like it's not easy finding good help anymore. But it's <laughs> the truth. Like I'm I'm learning. Oh Absolutely, these kids today. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> so you were on daylight savings already over yeah. there. Yeah, Sunday. We we changed the clocks on Sunday, and it's it's still having an effect like it's just weird you know that's my favorite time of the year you get your extra hour and it <laughs> gets darker earlier <laughs> i do i know i love it but yeah it's the fact that it gets darker earlier and i mean early like 4 30 like oh, oh man but yeah. yeah it's um you know it's it's been cold and rainy and windy and, and like it's like it's it all timed perfectly didn't it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's crazy so we got a cool guest. Yes, we do. <laughs> we got Amber Taylor Groves, who is the lead singer for Heads Hearts, but I think she's working on a new little side gig. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're gonna we're gonna talk to her like right now. I'm gonna let her in right now because this is way cool. Yes, yes. Yeah, I've loved her forever. <laughs> oh man. Man. Good evening. Here's my love. I have not seen you in forever. Oh, seriously, it's ridiculously a long time, isn't it? And you only live like what, 20 minutes down the road? That's crazy. Oh, no, I know. I think I always think that you live really far, like the Burtons. You know, like, yeah, yeah. And you don't. You are literally just around the corner. It's crazy. JD, Absolutely. this is Amber Taylor Groves. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I was nice listening to meet you. Really listening to your music today. I was on your website and your your actually your um your Facebook page and your YouTube videos. It's it's, uh, it's not stalking if it's another musician. Right. No. Right? Well, no. This is it. This is it. And I'll take it. I'll take the clicks. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I always, um, every July when it rolls around, I go, oh, to my wife, I go, don't you miss everybody like from Alfest? Oh, no, like, I know. And, you know, towards the end, I was just going to see everybody's faces. I didn't even care whether oh. I was involved or not, you know, because it was just a weekend full of reconnecting and good music and crappy yeah. food. And it was just like, the <laughs> best, you know. <laughs> 
Yeah, all the feels. Yeah, I miss it terribly. I'm I'm lucky. I still see Cindy a fair bit, which is great. But yeah, I miss it so much. Missing everyone. Yeah, that was it. Was so fun, especially like the after stuff, like the late at night sitting around the fire. You know, like just people just that picking up guitars nice. and jamming and you know telling yeah. stories and all that. It was it's it's just it's so so good for the soul. Like honestly, it's it's incredible. Oh. And what you, did they, yeah. they just stopped doing the festival? Well, they, they, 10 years, right? They gave it 10 years. And I think Cindy's moved on to some other stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah. The, I think the last one was last year, I, I believe. Yeah, it was supposed to be, I think it was supposed to be before lockdown, standard lockdown stuff, right? That yeah. was going to be the, the final one. And then right. that couldn't happen, all the rest of it. And we were supposed to actually play the final one, but we were plagued by it. it was just never going to happen I was so upset about it like it was you know it, it just seemed like we should have definitely played it and I was really sad about it but it was a great event yeah so she's doing she still still does like Christmas things not yeah, all the, the rest Christmas of it get together I did see that was not the big festival which is right, a shame. Right. <laughs> it's just it's so cool though that everybody still you know clamors to get tickets and and go and and you know, it's like, I don't know, it it was, um, it's one of those things like lightning in a bottle. You always mm -hmm. think like, uh, you know, can this be recreated? You know, like it's, um, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, I do. I miss it, miss it terribly and miss your faces. It was a special yeah. And all that music, God, all that music yeah. was so good. But you, I, yeah. I, you know, I watched, uh, you know, a bunch of videos and stuff, and I love that you're still rocking out. It's the best. And so much has changed probably since the last time that I saw you perform live. I mean, like, you got a kid, man. You got a little yeah. dude. <laughs> An eight-year-old kid. That's how old he is. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a while before that, I think, I probably oh, last saw you. Oh, and we were yeah. remarking that he looks like you. He's like a mini me. Yes, he does. Lucky him, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's so tasty. He's, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, he's a I, great I, lad. He's, he's like a little bruiser, a little sports guy. I love it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really is. Really is. Very much into his football, which is cool. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of Sunday morning footy, huh? <laughs> yeah, standing outside in rain like this. Is it raining? Yep. Yes. Oh, my God. God, I didn't think we were going to be able to get connection because, yeah, it's been useless all day. The minute there's a raindrop, nothing. Me too. Like, I'm you know. so nervous on Wednesdays. If it rains, I'm like, Ugh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. If I freeze, just carry on without me. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> so I noticed a little something on your page that looked like new gigging, maybe? new gigging I mean it's been a hell of a long time and it's way overdue so um yeah it's a it's a cool little setup well it's, it's quite a big setup to be fair with you so uh Matt Grierson he's a DJ and he's been a friend of mine for many years he, he played um bass in Heads Hearts quite a few times okay um which is super cool um so you know we've always stayed in contact he's always sort of picking my brains for various musicians and for this and that or whatever so he, he messaged me God, I don't know, about seven or eight months ago. And he said, I've got this really big gig. Uh, it's a charity gig, it's for Save the Children. So it's like, I don't know, 500 old people or whatever. He said, I'm gonna do a DJ set. He said, but I want 
I want live vocals and stuff. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, let me ask around. Let me see what I can find for you. And he was like, all right, okay. So I was like, just like, when do you need to know by? And I was like, oh, he said, oh, well, you know, as soon as possible, because I need to get some stuff. So I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, well, you know, like, what, what sort of stuff? He was like, soul, disco, house, all the good stuff. And I was like, that's like the dream. That yeah. sounds great. Wow. And I was like, I jokingly went, oh, you know, I could do it. And he went, for God's sake, that was all I wanted you to say. And I was like, oh, man, I'd love it. Oh, that's <laughs> you delicate dudes. Well, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. That's absolutely. Awesome. I mean, there's, there's like a live trumpet player, a saxophonist, uh, there's a, a male vocalist, there's a keyboard player. So it's it's a big event. So, yeah, it's super cool. So we're putting together loads of like bits of or different musicians go and do a bunch of different events and bits and pieces. It'd just be lovely to get on the stage again. It's just, you know, I miss yeah. it terribly. I was going to ask you, you know, it it's like a, it kind of comes in waves, doesn't it? It's like a nice break because there is nothing better than being with family and doing family things and all that, you know, that kind of stuff. And then there's just always that little something that's missing, you know, yeah. you get back yeah. out there and you're like, yep, this is it. This is it. This is it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, I quite missing to be honest with you. You know, yes. it's, it's it's a big deal. You know, and I I missed it terribly as much as yes, I was enjoying all that sort of that the family thing. And I, you know, I hate being away from my my kid and my wife. It's just it's the pits. But at the same time, it's like a that's half of me not performing or writing or doing whatever. So, yeah. so to get back to it, honestly, the minute I kind of went out and did sort of I did a couple of jam nights, and the minute I did that after not singing for like a couple of years, good few three years maybe it was like opening a can of drink that you'd fizzed up I was like oh my god that's what it feels yeah. like what the hell have I yeah. and I, I didn't think I could do it anymore either so when I did it I was like oh man that was amazing I've got to do this I've got to do it so yeah the planets it's, have aligned and stuff's working out so that's good that's did you find it hard to get back after COVID as a performer because I'm I'm still finding it hard to get out there and get gigs locally because there are so many tribute bands down here and so many bands in general that it seems like everybody is coming out of like uh, hiding, you know, and people are working for very little money, which makes it hard for, you know, anybody to go out there and put a band together, first of all. But yeah, I found it for some reason. I mean, I used to work all the time and now it's like I... I'm finding it hard to get out there and and just get the. I don't have I don't have a booking agent. I've always booked myself. So, um, have you found it harder since COVID to get out there and do gigs? Since you said you haven't played for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, there's a ton of brilliant musicians, ton of brilliant singers. You know that there's so many. You know this and often way better than people that have been signed or that you hear on the radio all the time. And they're really good friends and. You know they're really struggling but the minute that everything kind of started coming back and clunking into place again there's all these musicians that have got all dust on their shoulders because they haven't really done much else and haven't been able to that's yeah. perfect a perfect yes yeah, so it's like a massive yeah. kind of flood of everybody wants to go out mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. i believe it and jd and it, yeah i mean difficult go she, she lived she jd is where i lived in florida and mm -hmm. you know, I always associated with it because I lived it, I experienced it with like there's just so many like bars and clubs and beach bars and everything 
But like you said, Jay, after COVID, so many places didn't come back, you know, mm-hmm. state shut, state shut, you know, so there's less venues, but more bands, you know, and we were saying, we were saying in the beginning of like 2023 or like the end of 2022, beginning of 2023, that there were so many um, bands that had canceled gigs because of COVID and now venues were honoring them. So there was literally like a wait list to play because venues had to catch up. You know, they were honoring commitments to bands from before. So yeah, it's, it's a total clusterfuck, I think, you know, for lack of a better word. I know it's true. It's, it's, to try and, you know, get any traction again, you know, which is so unfair because time that you put into, you know, doing your own press and publicity and rehearsals and everything, um, you know, to have this surge now, you know, in, in a, you know, it, it, for musicians, especially, but JD and I were, we talk like what every week about how, what an oversaturated market podcasting is because it's the easiest thing to do when everything shut down and there was nothing to do. Everyone started a podcast you know, your favorite celebrity, you know, everybody started a podcast. And now with the writer's strike, you know, and the actor strike in Hollywood, again, people are throwing together podcasts like, and it's like, oh my God, stay in your fucking lane. You know, <laughs> stay in your fucking lane. That's a chance, man. <laughs> like the work that we put into just throwing right? together little indie podcast and everything and then some celebrity just goes click on a microphone (laughs) a million followers a million listeners did you see sponsorships everything fortune themes taro and and may i don't know they started started a podcast and like within two weeks they had a million followers already and like and they talk about fuck off nothing like nothing Absolutely nothing. Yes. Because <laughs> they don't have writers because they can't have writers working for them. So it's just, yeah. yeah. It's definitely a buyer's market now. That's the thing. So it's well, like, it's, you know. I mean, I mean, to be fair, I think a lot of people, I don't know, I don't know, maybe I'm just speaking about myself. Like, I'm so bored and sick of what's on television, right? So I'm looking for any kind of entertainment, not specifically podcasts. They don't have to be podcasts, but you know, I think people are craving live entertainment, you know, live music, live, anything and, and, and podcasts, like everybody listens to podcasts. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And like, I think that people are craving anything to take their mind off of how bad thing, like the whole fucking world is, you know, yes. so if it's live music, if it's mm-hmm. a podcast, you know, yeah. whatever, like just something to, you know, keep their mind busy so that they're not focused on, you know, wars and government and poverty and, you know, everything. So I always think if like, you know, you guys have a God-given talent, you know what I mean? Like go out there, use it, entertain people because we talentless people need, (laughs) like we need that. (laughs) Like it's, it's, it's no joke. I really, I feel like 
there needs to just be more people just walking around with their fucking amp in their hand and a microphone and their guitar case, <laughs> just entertaining in, in, in every corner of the land because it's ridiculous. Like we just need it so badly right now. It's horrible. So this is the perfect, yeah. perfect time to be doing something new. And this sounds like levels, you know, like DJ music, yeah. live music. Like I, yeah. I love that. Like that's so different. I mean, not well. Yeah, we, I, I think it's pretty different from what you were doing, right? You were. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like a similar vibe. It's, you know, it's, it's full of energy and, you know, full of soul. That's, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Both that's it. I know. You have yeah, the best. Yeah, it was slightly different. Obviously, Heads Hearts was very dancey, you know. So it was always brought a kind of a club dance vibe. So it's, yeah, it's what we're doing. I'm, I'm really excited. Playing with live musicians is my favorite thing in the world. You know, and it's so nice that you have like a, a history, you know, like your your bass player that dipped in and out of Head's Heart is yeah, built in history. So that makes it a little bit, you know, nicer yeah. walking yeah, into, absolutely. you know, a family atmosphere yeah. and like not knowing anybody or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. that's that's got to make it a little bit more comfortable and uh, yeah, fun. and fun. So yeah. when is, do you know when this when this gig is like, is it going to be ticketed or? Uh, it is ticketed. The tickets are a lot of money. They're like, <laughs> as most yeah, are, like, we're all used to that. Yeah, I mean, it's the charity do, then fair enough, right? Uh, yeah, I think they're something like 300 or quid. So it's not, it's not your sort of average. I'm not doing anything tonight. Let's pop along there. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's that's work in progress. We kind of want to get this one done, get the you know, know that we've got it right, and then yeah, we're we're going to go out and do as many bits and pieces as we can because we all play individual bits and we play for different bands and it's sort of different genres and all that so the collective is going to be very cool it's going to be very cool I'm looking forward to it I was excited just to see they have an Instagram page I was yeah, like I oh, oh Sass Collective <laughs> follow <laughs> I would keep my eye on this okay that's what right. we need yeah I noticed that you um you do covers you were playing covers uh uh, in your sets, do you have a certain type of music or artist you like to cover or that fit in your show? Mm. I mean, it's it's always kind of the Motown elements that, that yeah, are going to be. I love the Ross uh, cover. Yeah, absolutely. That's is we put that in as kind of an end bit to one of our tracks. One of our tracks is it was like a favorite. We always finished our set on it. And when we were recording it, I was recording it with the guy who I set up Heads Hearts with, um, Ed Cox. And uh, basically, we spent eight months in his bedroom recording. And I was singing into these jackets and stuff in there, sort of get that really mu like muted sound. Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> I love that behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> I oh. love the behind the scenes stuff like that. Oh, she just dropped off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so Billie Eilish, isn't it? Like recording it in a bedroom. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Actually, I'm going to, uh, when we're done here, I'm rehearsing with Judy. Um, we're doing a bonfire at her condo where she lives. They're doing a bonfire on the beach in two weeks. Oh, and that's cool. That sounds like a nice casual, relaxed gig. Yeah, we're going to do it acoustic, the two of us. So that should be fun. You know, I always tell you, when you start doing those little gigs, when it's just you and her, 
yeah happier <laughs> oh you're right it's true it's true i have um and then next week i'm rehearsing with the band i have something coming up in on the 15th of november that is going to cost me more money than I'll, i ever usually make playing but it happens it's what it is it's a buyer's market if you want to play yeah it's almost like in new york city when you have to pay to play hey <laughs> back yeah. we were i was just saying jd plays with a with a big with a band too but you're also doing uh an acoustic gig with your friend judy and i said to her when you do those things and it's just you two you're so much happier yeah <laughs> it's true it's yeah. kind of juggling when it's a band isn't it ever oh, all the yeah. egos all the scheduling all the you know oh yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's always for me because it's my band like it's not a collective project like it sounds like you're in amber where everyone's everyone's doing it together like it's usually me with a band backing me up so it's really just all on me and their work for hire so it's it's not as fun to do it that way <laughs> there's no synergy with us i don't feel i mean it, there is to a degree but not like we're all in it together you know kind of a thing yeah absolutely especially when you're fronting something it's difficult being that person yeah. that's just making everything happen it's all on your shoulders and everyone else for some reason seems to be like Meh. yeah <laughs> rehearsal when you know no one ever cares about anything booking anything like scheduling anything it's always on the person that's fronting you're right to be fair yeah. though two of the people in your band were doctors so yes before <laughs> before yeah, that yeah. Not, yeah. not anymore now but yeah that yeah, was that tough. People goes off it's kind of understandable <laughs> that they gotta run yeah <laughs> Yeah. Wait, so does music, does music pay better than being a doctor in America nowadays? Oh, not at all. Not at all. They're gonna they're gonna leave that rehearsal studio in a flash. More, you know what? I always had the trouble with the wives not wanting them to do it than anything else. So because they hardly ever see them being doctors, so now it's like they you know, they're gonna get yeah. something that takes them away. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Amber, you've always been lucky though, because the Claire, you know, I always remember her being at your gigs, doing your makeup, doing, you know, all that right. kind of stuff. That's super right. supportive, super involved, you know? Yeah, absolutely. They honestly simply would not have been me doing any music if it wasn't for Claire, 100%. Uh, wow. I think, I think probably uh, we've been together, it's 23 years this year. And um, Gosh, I. Awesome. I've, I've done like probably around 5,000 gigs and Claire has only missed two. And one of those, they were both weddings. So uh -huh. it wasn't a invite somebody along. It was kind of me doing someone a favor and, you know, yeah. doing a bit of music for them. But yeah, it's been there every single gig. So uh, I'm eternally grateful for the amount of time and support. There's there's no question. Yeah. That is a blessing for sure. Yeah, you have to have that, I think. Like, you know, we were always, JD, we we're always talking about how, difficult it is when you're when you're singing with a, not judy like totally excluding your friend judy but other women when you sing with other women um or have other women in the band it was very um uncomfortable you know oh yeah. the ego yeah the competitiveness exactly but, oh, competitiveness yeah yeah i think is it's that not the way it should be when you're working with people whether no. they're women, but 
Yeah. I, he's the only person, the only woman I've ever worked with that wasn't like that. Like we equally, if someone um, compliments her, I think that's great. Like I'm happy for that. Like I'm proud of that, that we're working together and same with her. But I, everyone else I worked with, if someone complimented me, it like bothered them. Like they had to say something about it. Like it became very catty. Yeah, it was, it's tough to work that way. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I just don't get that. Surely you've got your sister's back. That's that's the way it works. Right. We build each other up. That's that's the whole damn point. It's yeah. like it should be so simple, I think. And yeah. then there's that ugly little truth that's kind of like underlying, you know, like you, to be fair though, Jay, you've had crappy luck with you know with, with other things. <laughs> but I, I yeah. mean it's just one of those things that makes you a little bit sick, you know, to think that you know, someone's, you know, you're another woman's not supporting another woman in this day and age, you know, when we exactly. so badly. So yeah, that's just, that's in, that's in poor taste. I'm, I'm just going to put it out. Yeah. You know, that's terrible. But yeah, we're, I mean, you know, the thing I love too, Amber, about your music too, is that it's not, um, uh, uh, like it doesn't um, hit a, just one kind of person or one type of audience like it, anybody will know a song recognize a song sing along to it know the words dance to it like it it's a it's a vibe and an energy and i have never ever seen you play and have somebody not have a good time you know it's just yes. you know what i mean like i mean from the audience standpoint in case you ever wondered i'll take that <laughs> You know, like everybody has a good time. And when you look at the faces, it's older women, younger women, older men, younger men, kids, everybody. It's, it's not specific to any one type of person. That's It's so. Yeah. I'm grateful for that. Yeah. It's mm. really, really vast. It reaches everyone and across all different generations, you know, and that's what I like about your catalog of, of music is that, um, it can be appreciated by anyone. You don't have to yeah. be a metalhead or, you know, a poppy, you know, like it's, it's going to hit you in some places. Like it's, gonna, yeah. it's, it's great. It's fantastic. I, I really, really hope that this takes off and that, you know, and that you're playing someplace that I can walk to. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. <thank> <laughs> There's a quick Uber, a, a short Uber drive there. Short Uber drive would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, if you could make that work, please. <laughs> your wife musician? Is your wife a musician or work in the music industry in any way? Or uh, she isn't a musician. No, when we kind of first got together, I was in a big um, uh, uh, a covers band. There were about Thirteen of us, and we'd go around doing weddings and all sorts of stuff. Just a bunch of friends, and it was just an absolute scream uh, and then we when we got together she used to come to rehearsals because we all knew each other and it was just a great laugh uh, and then uh she ended up joining us and basically doing some of the bvs so we sang in the same band for like 10 odd years oh, which was I great fun but it's not, it's not her go-to. she just yeah no she when we first got together she i'll make this quick she had a she had a little bump in her neck there and i, I said to her what's that just like, I don't know, like ignored it. I was like, you never leave a lump, like you've got to go and get this checked out. So bottom line was she had a uh, 
benign tumour. So had a biopsy, basically they ended up cutting it out and giving her pretty much a half facelift and took it all off. But when they took it out, they cut all the muscles in her neck, which made gave her full sort of paralysis in one side of her face. And you know, Claire, she's an extremely smiley, happy person. And that just, it destroyed her. It was, it was horrible. So all part of her sort of joining the band and doing BVs and stuff, it was kind of like, this will help you get the confidence back. It'll also be really good therapy for moving your mouth and right. keeping your mouth on your neck and everything. So it kind of went from there and, you know, she stayed until, you know, we we didn't sing as a band anymore. Sort of everybody moved off around the world. So, but yeah, no, it's, it, it, it was fantastic. Good times, good times. Oh, but wow. no, she doesn't do it now. Yeah, she, I never knew that. Like I am blown away. I had no idea. I literally thought she was a makeup artist. <laughs> no. I'm just going to ask, is she a makeup artist? Because you said she did your makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. No, but that, that's the joy of having two women in a house that, you know. Right? Like, <laughs> when you leave the house. You used to say that about having the two women in the band when I work, did work with other women. You could take, you could check your makeup with the other people in the band. You go, you turn around to the guys and you're like, how's my makeup? Okay. They don't know. They don't care. <laughs> It's on your face. <laughs> yeah, right, right. yeah, I think it's in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> when I did Pride Fest, we were outside, and I guess my mascara was running, and the drummer goes and hands the some towel that he uses, like whatever with the sticks, and and the bass player who I couldn't stand goes and dra- grabs the thing and wipes my face with it while I'm singing, and I'm like. Get away from me. Like, what would you think that was a good idea to do that? Was that the start of COVID? <laughs> yeah, I would have died if I saw that because I know you and you didn't even like you didn't Amber, if somebody if somebody ever said to JD, JD from the audience, come on up here and sing a song. She won't because she doesn't want to be near anybody else. <laughs> I'm a germaphobe like (laughs) I have the hazmat team come in and take my microphone away if somebody else (laughs) is on it (laughs) yeah Yeah, good times (laughs) that Denise I was like where did that towel come from why why are you wiping my face with it but I mean you know I was just finished the song so oh my god that's hysterical I would have (laughs) died Normally, like, uh, J. Deep does play a lot of Pride Fest. Like, that's that's how we met years and years ago. And um, I and just recently, I was back, and she did Palm Beach Pride in Florida, and I w- was home for that. And, Jay, you get to, at Palm Beach Pride, you get to share the dressing room with a fuck ton of drag queens. Oh, God, yeah. Everyone, every, every Pride Fest has been that way. <laughs> I always think she's going to come out with this over-exaggerated makeup. (laughs) If one of them gets their hands on her, we're all in trouble. I can't even get near the mirror. I can't, I mean, they have all their stuff out. They have more makeup out than I do. Like, I can't even get near to put my makeup on. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's part of the fun of Pride Fest. Yes, it is. is. I knew I turned a corner when I had a, a conversation with the man and pasties and uh, I don't know, some, some, some dress or something and didn't even think about it. I'm like, I just, I walked away and I'm like, 
it didn't even phase me. I was totally unfazed. Like it, and he had the, that thing they put on like before the wig. Yeah, the stocking thing. Yeah, and the tape. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. It feels abnormal after after that. Oh. No. No. <laughs> it's so fun though. I think I I went to Birmingham Pride once. Um, that was all it took was like one time, and I was like, I don't. I don't understand prides over here in the UK because, you know, it's um, nothing like a pride festival in the States where there's, you know, very specific um, an area, you know, and then every single little vendor is right next to each other and you can go up and down rows and rows and, and then mm -hmm. there's a big stage, you know, but in Birmingham and even in London, it's like the city was just like, yep, it's pride. And you were <laughs> like, you would walk, right? Walk around like, is this part of it? Or <laughs> are we going to eat at a Wagamama <laughs> at a pride yeah. festival? Like, I, it's just like, yeah, it's bad, isn't it? It's a rainbow sticker on. And, you know, like, <laughs> I, it's like, I didn't really fully appreciate it right away. Brighton Pride was more like like what I was was more like, yeah. a, like a stateside festival like that I could totally get into. But yeah, I think I walked around Brighton Pride not knowing whether I was actually at it or not. Because <laughs> 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 no, I've been back like a couple of times, not to Pride, but I've been back to Birmingham a couple of times. And I'm like, this is just like pride, right? This is just like pride. We just went to the Nightingale or went to the Fox or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I I don't know, but I, I would like to go, and I say this like every season, I would like to go to more local, you know, pride. I would like to go to Croydon Pride just to see what that's yeah. like. Just to yeah. see if I get mugged. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Be prepared, <laughs> won't you? <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, like just like lo little local ones. We were talking about like we wanted to mm. do Crawley, or you know, one of those local things, and just see mm. like, if they're anything yeah. like we're used to. <laughs> you know, yeah, but I, do you know what? When we were doing the uh, the L project, we'd done the L project song. We got asked to sing all over the country so we just get farmed out and like so we played loads of prides we did loads of buses and all that and it was a hoot it was so good and it was so much fun and I went to loads of prides that I'd have never gone to before otherwise but there was one in particular it was North Wales pride now I'm not sure how much you ladies know about North Wales but there's a lot of sheep and not much else so uh <laughs> you know, like you, you, you'd be hard pushed to see a human in a week this pride they they did an amazing job they had some great acts on i mean of course l project was there um, yeah. but no it was where they did it it was tight there were 80 people that was it and it was basically on this farm and wow. various things on in different like cow sheds and stuff but the farm was <laughs> tiny but it was amazing you know because it was yeah. like they're, they're making it happen and it was just Oh, it was such an incredible thing to be part of, you know, is that this is where these little seeds is where it all grows from. And it was right. it was a real precious thing to, you know, go to. And yeah. then London is see like someone's vomited pride all over London. <laughs> it was <laughs> running through the streets like you can not run away from it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I it was it was literally the weirdest day I've ever spent in London. 
from getting my ear candled to having, <laughs> having lunch at Wagamama's and a quick drink in Kubar. And that was it. Like everything else was just making your way through crowds like yeah. that. Trudging through gay. It was, it was crazy. But yeah, I think some of the smaller little local places, you just, it hits you in your heart, you know, like it, it feels so much more um, like there's so much more connectivity, you know, everybody kind of knows each other and, and you, you just feel like more at home. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. I think like, that's a really cool, that would be a really fun um, little circuit, you know, to, <laughs> to go play or, or, you know, whatever host MC something would be really yeah. fun to do all these little quirky, weird places. We had um, Georgia Patterson on our show. Mm -hmm who's a singer from Wales. And yeah. um, it's so funny because like I follow her on Instagram or whatever, and she'll post some of the next couple of places that she's playing. And I'm like, I couldn't even pronounce that word. <laughs> like, where is that? You know, and it's like, it's in Wales. Like, oh my God, can I buy a vowel? Like, it's <laughs> crazy. But, you know, those are the little things. Like, it's so great to see her like playing those those little gigs you know and and putting it out there they're the places you just don't expect to see a pride festival or see a queer artist or you know band or something and it so it takes you by surprise but it's heartwarming to think that we're creeping in all those little you know those little <laughs> yeah, those little <laughs> country spots <laughs> but it's yeah, that's what it's I, I mean like music that you guys are playing is so great to bring to those areas. Like those are the people that would appreciate it. Like, I don't know that they would particularly appreciate some kind of house techno, you know, whatever, yeah, you know, music. Like something that rings a bell for them is it's going to mm -hmm. mean something. And it's just, I, I, I'm so looking forward to this. I'm so happy to see you back out there. I was just well, texting Lucy Burton and telling her that you were going to be on the podcast. And oh, Miss she, Lucy Mandy. She said, oh my God, find out what's going on. Find out everything. Like, I need to know. I see that she's gigging. I want to know what's going on. I'm like, I'm on it. I'm on it. Well, so yeah, I can't wait for this to take off for you. Like, I feel like you're going to see a lot of familiar faces in the audience. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I miss some of them faces, you know? Yeah. I was so happy that you were just throwing up reels every now and then. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, it's because I worked out how to use Instagram. Who knew? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. See, like we, we're all getting older and we all have to move forward with the fucking TikTok shit and the yeah. Instagram <laughs> stuff and all that. Like, I, Do you uh, know what? People, people are making their livelihoods through, through all this stuff, you know? Yeah. And that's another thing, you know? I mean, it's always been the case. Um, uh, music has changed massively through my lifetime of being involved in it. And mm -hmm. that sort of, you're going into a studio, you're recording stuff, you're rehearsing, 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 whatever. Then you're going out and doing gigs and, you know, you're playing and all the floors are sticky and it's all a bit grotty, but you're still playing it and you're still loving it. And then lockdown came and more than ever before, everyone can create their art just sat on their ass in their bedroom you know right the and they're getting yeah. paid a, a billion times more than I've ever earned yeah just from you know sitting in their bedroom singing a song 
which makes me kick myself. I wish I'd, I'd done it or I'd do it or whatever, but it's kind of, I don't know, it's not my thing yet, but maybe. But so true. Uh, like we, way it is. we have this discussion all the time. Like you guys, like you said, you, you, you work hard, you write a song, you, you get the funds together to have studio time to go and record it. And then you get CDs pressed and you yes. sell CDs, right? And now nobody has CD players. Everything is digital. All their music's on their phone. And yeah. we were saying like, it's like, it felt like it happened overnight. You know, mm -hmm. it just changed on a dime and it's, it knocked everybody for a loop. And so this is the next wave of that. Yeah. I feel like social media and TikTok, like, imitating the dances and and you know people just singing for two or three minutes of a mm -hmm. song you know in their bedroom or whatever and getting a fucking recording contract or becoming the best Billie Eilish you know like yeah. it's so it's like it's happening again we have to move forward again <laughs> yeah you know, just when I'm just getting used to my space <laughs> yes. Yes. yeah right right I was trying to figure out threads because now apparently I should be doing something on threads. So I just was the other yeah, night. That's my jam right now because, you know, everybody's abandoning Twitter. Thank God. Cause that's just a cesspool of hate, filth and misinformation. It's mm -hmm. just it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So I just read that, that it's value dropped like 65% oh. since, Eli <laughs> since Elon Musk bought it. But you know what, if you're not going to, you know, if you're trying Wait. to steer the ship down, you know, a path of fire, it's mm -hmm. going to, burn. you know, it's going to burn up. So everybody's kind of moving over to threads and they're every week. It's like they're adding something new. Like now you can post 10 pictures. Now you can post a video. Now we oh. have gifts. Now, you know, like it's like they're getting there. They still don't have direct messages, but they're getting there, you know. And they've got like a hundred million users now. So wow. it does, and it feels nicer. Like I have mm -hmm. to say, I think twice before I say something sarcastic or nasty. Whereas I didn't on Twitter. I just let it yeah. all on, on Twitter. Like Absolutely. <laughs> Jerk. I mean, I some, yeah, a major asshole on Twitter because it felt like you fit in if you were doing that. Throw the flags, Mister. I'm a giant asshole. I should have just had that as my bio, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was just like following suit. Um, but on Threads, I really do give it a second thought because I'm like, I don't want to be the you know the jerk that's screwing up Threads. You know, so yeah. it's like everybody's being a little bit nicer on Threads. I don't see as many fights and misinformation and you know crap like general crap. Sorry. Um, I, I don't know who I was telling. Was it you, JD? I was telling that when when Matthew Perry passed away, yeah, I we accidentally like opened up my Twitter, and the yeah, first thing I see is that Matthew Perry passes away because he had the COVID vaccine, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, wet. I was like, are you okay? Then you go oh, over to threads, and it's like Matthew Perry just wanted to help people. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it was like. <laughs> this warm embrace of a hug about it, you know? And I was like, that's the difference right there. It's like, it's yeah. simple. So yeah, I've been, I've been spending a lot of time on threads and trying to, you know, build up a little bit of a, a follower 
base to get some information out and stuff. It's it's not great yet for posting links. I mean, you can, but I, th mm -hmm. I think it'll get there. It'll get better. It's getting better every day. So that might yeah. be the soft landing we're all looking for after that, you know, PSD of a, <laughs> of a dive that we all took on Twitter. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, check out. you know, for me, anything but TikTok. You know, like mm -hmm. I don't have that kind of time to waste. Like I know, I don't know about you guys, but I'm susceptible to just falling down a rabbit hole of shit. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I can start like, you know, like I said, right? Watching little kids eat lemons. And the next thing you know, it's like five o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, oh, fuck, I haven't, I haven't vacuumed. I haven't folded laundry. I got to start dinner. I've been watching these little kids eat lemons all day. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, though, it's a necessary evil. Like you have to do it to get the people. I mean, to be relevant, you have to yeah. do it. I tried to take a little break from it, and it's hard to go back once you take that break because it's like mm -hmm. I, I like doing it now. But I know people. We had Kristen Key, a comedian that plays guitar. Have you seen her, Amber? On so on. Yeah. She's American. She plays, she has what she calls the lesbian army. That's like her fans. And she's built this lesbian army and she's funny. She plays guitar. She, she tells jokes, but she really has built her career. I don't know if you've seen today. On social media. She was basically doing cruise ships for like 20 years. And now she's on tour from people seeing her on, on uh, Instagram and TikTok and social media and saying, when are you coming to our city? So yeah. now her whole thing is I'm coming to your city now and she's going to come for two dates down here. She's going to be that, here yeah. in December and then in January. So um, it started because she learned, right? Didn't she like sit down with somebody who is like really well-versed with social media and, yeah. marketing, and she marketed herself solely on social media. And it's like, like, again, we, it's like, oh my God, but the thing is, we we used to pay for people to do that for us. Right. Now it is as simple as just going on there and finding your groove, you know? Yeah. yeah. This is my train. This is my groove. It's and... fucking fun. I mean, yeah. it's like you don't even need equipment anymore. It's like everybody does everything from their phone and they're, they're, they have apps for editing and, and you know, and oh, wow. everything. And it's like, oh, yeah, again, it's just. I don't know, like all of a sudden I kind of remember making fun of my mom when she was like, I can't find something that I downloaded on my laptop. I don't know where it went. I downloaded it, but I don't know where it downloaded to. And we would have these <laughs> extensive conversations. And now it's like, if I had a 12 year old kid, I'd be like, look, <laughs> show me again. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. I, and I would be that kid, that kid's going to go make fun of me. Like the way I <laughs> it's coming for you. Person. Like, oh my God, it's finally happened. Like we're sure. turning the corner. We just talked about this. I just said to, to JD, I feel like I'm like that grumpy old person that's like, get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. But what you guys do keeps people like me young. Aww. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Like I don't feel I don't feel old when I'm listening to you guys do your thing. You know, like all of a sudden 
that's the the beauty of it. I'm having a good time. I feel like myself. I feel like I'm 18 again. I know these these songs. I know this music. I'm in my element. You know, you haven't got your phone reminding you that you're old anymore. I'm filming it. I'm <laughs> filming it. I don't know right. what I'm going to do with it, but I'm filming it. <laughs> That's just That's one of the wonders of the world. That's one of the modern day wonders of the world. Let's pay an extraordinary amount of money for a ticket for a gig and then stand there with a phone and film the damn thing. Right? Oh, my God. It's so what true. is it? Live in the moment. We just went to see a show. My niece is like that. My niece is a journalist. Yeah. And she is just always like writing and filming. And she, a lot of times she has to do that for her job. But we went to see Mary Chapin Carpenter and Sean Colvin do a duo, like they do this duet show, acoustic. And they did not allow you to have your phone on during the show. And after it was over, she's like, I was so grateful. I just sat there in the moment and watched the show and didn't do like what you just said, Amber. Because like, yeah. you can't enjoy it that way. You just, you're not in the moment appreciating the now. It's so, so yeah, it's so bad. No one does it's that. Like you say, yeah, it's like you say, Denise. Like, when do you ever watch this back? You might yeah. trim it down to like what thirty seconds and put it on social know. media with another thirty thousand whatever other people yeah. that have got exactly the same clip from a tiny different angle. Yeah. It's mental. Yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. Yeah. Like again, if I went through the videos that I have on my phone. I'm almost positive that I have probably, I can count on one hand the amount of people I've sent them to, and yet I have 300 videos on my phone. Right, me too. Five different <laughs> so dumb. It is so cool. And you want to know the worst thing? I Every year I tell myself, it's coming, right? It's almost Guy Fawkes night. Every uh. year we go to see the fireworks, and I'm the asshole that's like watching it through my phone. <laughs> And then I'm taking a million pictures and then I get home and every single fucking one looks exactly the same. <laughs> and they're all shit as well. Oh, terrible. You never get a good photograph of a firework. You never you look as good, yeah. right? You can't. I swear to God. And every year I say to myself, don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> oh no, just leave your phone in your pocket. You don't have any room. Don't do it. And then it's going. Uh, <laughs> I, can't. I cannot i'm telling you this year i might not even bring my phone don't bring Shit it <laughs> it's amazing like my wife never never takes a picture or films anything it just, <laughs> just doesn't even think about moment, it right she enjoys the now she'll lean over and be, like or the pictures that she does take are so perfect like we went on this cruise right we're on this cruise for seven days i'm taking pictures of food different places <laughs> we're in Times square we're like on the boat this and that and everything and she took probably five pictures that are fucking stunning that are like <laughs> like the statue of liberty at dawn i'm like did you get up to take that oh picture? my god <laughs> i was awake and i saw that the sun was coming up so I i'm like oh my god i have nine <laughs> pictures of new york pizza and she gets a stunning <laughs> picture <laughs> stunning picture Making <laughs> yeah, we're just different like that, but uh, doesn't mean either one is. <laughs> anyway, look, we've kept you up like way too long. I just, 
wanted to tell you, I wanted to see your face. I wanted to know what was going on. I'm so happy about this. I'm telling everybody, go look for SAS Collective, just TIV at the end of the social of the Instagram one. Because oh, I yeah. followed the wrong one. So, oh, oh, oh okay. But, oh, yes, yeah. I'm going to go and find it. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, I'm super, super excited about it. I think it's going to be huge. And I would like to be on a mailing list of some sort. <laughs> when nice. the- we will. Yeah. <laughs> when we've got stuff, you'll see it for sure, my love. And it'll be lovely to see you again soon, actually, in the flesh and, and like, you know, like face to face. That'd be amazing. But thank you so much for having me, ladies. JD, it's been an yes. absolute pleasure. I, I miss you so much. I can't wait. Oh, snap. I Why do you always run? Like, never stop chasing your dreams. <laughs> we drank way too much whiskey. Uh huh. See? See?
to her touch, that's true. 